What's up, man? It's Jamie Kennedy. I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. That'll be $5, Brian. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Get ready to strap in as we take off on another exciting episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 383 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as movies, remakes, TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, Jamie Kennedy is going to be joining us, comedian, actor, and he was in The Ghost Whisperer. He was also on... Of course, the Jamie Kennedy experiment. And he's got two movies out right now. One is called Tremors 5, and the other one is The Sand. We're going to be talking about that one. And uh, he's also going to be in a new NBC show called Heartbreaker coming up. Uh, probably, I think he's, he was telling me that it was going to be in uh, late fall, early spring, something, or early winter 2016, something like that. Anyways, he's gonna, he'll let us know about that. But uh, that's an exciting thing, too. So. Get ready for Jamie Kennedy coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And we got to remind you about our giveaway that we're doing. It's not much time left. Uh, it ends on October 13th. And all you got to do to enter to win a copy, one of two copies we're giving away, of Mad Men, the final season, part two. Now, all you got to do is either go to uh, Facebook, to our Facebook uh, page, and just like the announcement. And then we'll have a drawing, or you could go and just uh, send us an email at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Tell us you want to enter. Then we'll take all of those entries, and then we will make a drawing, and we'll be giving two copies away. Simple as that. All you got to do is enter to win. And that's all you got to do. So you have till noontime on October 13th to do that, and we'll be giving those away. And I want to thank everybody who has been entering our contests and all the winners that we've been having. And uh, we're going to have more, I hope. And I hope you'll keep entering and uh, keep listening here at On Screen and Beyond. Well, what do you say? It's time to get into Remake Madness. Remake Madness, it looks like Dennis the Menace is once again being remade. And Warner Brothers is looking at bringing Dennis back to the big screen once again. Of course, it was a TV show back in the 50s and 60s. And it's been a movie many times. And they just keep bringing it back. And the next remake of Spider-Man will hit theaters on July 28, 2017. And 1973's Papillon with Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman is headed for a remake. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, Edie Falco will star in a biopic about Megan Levy and follow her two tours in Iraq with her bomb-sniffing dog, Rex. Jennifer Aniston will hit the dramatic road once again, this time in a film called The Yellow Birds. It's a film about the Iraq War. And Emma Watson and Tom Hanks will star in The Circle in 2016 as a woman lands a tech job with a company called The Circle and she becomes involved with a mystery man. 
And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sequel City, well, as far as sequels, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 has been given the release date of May 5th, 2017. And the Avengers Infinity Wars Part 1 will arrive on May 4th, 2018. And Part 2 comes our way on uh, May 3rd in 2019. And on July 6th, 2018, Ant-Man will return in Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's it for Sequel City. Next on On Screen to Be On, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, Peppa Pig, Cold Winter Day, brings a fun DVD for preschoolers to light on November 3rd. And the 18-disc set of Duck Dynasty Seasons 1 through 8 will arrive on Amazon on November 7th and nationwide on December 15th. And Shaun the Sheep Seasons 1 and 2 will land on Digital HD on November 10th and on DVD on November 24th. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD? Movies on DVD. Shaun the Sheep Movie arrives on November 10th on Digital HD and on Blu-ray and DVD on November 24th. You notice that, that everybody's they're releasing HD, Digital HD first, and then a little while later, a couple weeks, you'll get the DVD or Blu-ray. Hmm. And uh, the 25th anniversary edition of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation will arrive on December 1st, just in time for Christmas. And also on December 1st, War Pigs with Luke Goss, who we just had as a guest here at On Screen and Beyond, Mickey Rourke, and Dolph Lundgren. It'll arrive on Blu-ray and DVD. That's it for movies on DVD. Next up on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and entertainment time. TV and entertainment time. Well, Nancy Drew is coming back to TV with a new series on CBS. The original books of Nancy Drew date back to the 1930s. And FX has renewed Tyrant for a third season. And bad news. You can look for Netflix to raise their rates soon for all users. And new subscribers, well, you're already paying a dollar more. Everybody else is going to catch up to you, though. That's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthdays. Celebrity birthdays. Well, on October 11th, Luke Perry turns 49 and Daryl Hall turns 69. October 12th, Hugh Jackman, 47, and Kirk Cameron turns 45. October 13th, 
It looks like Sasha Barrett Cohen is going to be turning 44. Marie Osmond turns 56. And Damon Wilson, who we had as a guest here at On Screen to Be On, just go to our back catalog. You can find that. And he's turning 69. October 14th, Usher turns 37. And Sir Roger Moore turns 88 years old. He, of course, was James Bond at one time. October 15th, Penny Marshall turns 72. October 16th, it looks like Angela Lansbury turns 90. And Suzanne Summers turns 69. October 17th, it looks like Eminem is 43. And George Went, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond just last year, he uh, is turning 67. That's it for celebrity birthdays. As far as listener birthdays, well, Whitney O. of uh, Phoenix, Arizona, turns 47 on October 14th. I can learn to read my own writing here. <laughs> and that's it for uh, listener birthdays. If you, a friend or a relative, are having a birthday and want to celebrate it with all of us all over the world here who are listeners of On Screen and Beyond, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we will share it with everybody. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. It looks like it is time to talk with Jamie Kennedy. He's coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is an actor and stand-up comedian who is known for his roles in The Scream Films, The Jamie Kennedy Experiment, Ghost Whisperer, and The Cleveland Show. His latest film will be released on October 13th called The Sand. It's Jamie Kennedy. Jamie, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. How are you, sir? Great. I'm glad you could be here, Jamie, because uh, you are a busy guy. And uh, you've got, uh, in fact, you've got a couple of movies coming out uh, right off the bat here. But uh, we're going to talk about The Sand. Sure. Tell us, Love it. Tell us about your role in The Sand and tell us what the movie is about, too. The Sand is uh, your basic, you know, homage to uh, monster movies of the 80s and the 70s. Um, it's really tongue-in-cheek. Um, what, what happens when you got a bunch of beautiful teenagers on the beach partying, having sex, and um, and then all of a sudden there's something in the sand that really wants to get them, and it plays on our childhood fears, games like you know, step on a crack, break your mother's back, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know how we were always worried, and we were, right. no one would think something would come out of the sand, but that's what the sand is about. Hmm. And I play the local, I play the local sheriff, who is, uh, you know, basically here to break up all the partying, and then he doesn't believe there's anything in the sand, and then, you know what happens to him? <laughs> Stuff comes out of the sand. Don't don't tell us anything. Don't 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 give it I away. Won't, I won't tell you. I, I might live. <laughs> so how did you get involved with this one, Jamie? Oh, my agent uh, got a call. They saw it. Um, we were there, and they were like, hey, you want to be in this movie? I read the script. I thought it was a funny little cameo. I only worked on it for two days, mm -hmm. but it was great. Yeah. And um, I was like, "That's I love it. I love horror movies, monster movies, stuff that, you know, is in my wheelhouse. I started in horror, 
And I went to comedy. Now I've been doing some horror lately. So. Oh, so you started with good. with horror, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, Scream is the first one. That oh, that was the very first one. Okay, I knew you did Scream, but I I didn't know if that was the first one you did. Had you done anything else besides Scream before? Uh, before that? I did a small part in Romeo and Juliet. That was my first movie. And before that, I just did a couple commercials. I didn't have many credits. Oh, okay. So, uh, so before any of this acting, were you a fan of horror movies before that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't like a cinephile, like my character Randy, but I definitely enjoyed a good horror movie. I mean, Halloween and Friday the 13th and Nightmare. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, a nice horror movie at home. Just to scare the bejesus out of you, you know, and it's, <laughs> you know, it's a wonderful pastime. I still like to do it. Yeah. Now, in the sand, um, there were, uh, of course, other actors. Was there anybody that you had worked with before? Like Mitchell Musso was in this, right? Yes. And Brooke Butler, I believe, was in this too? Brooke Butler. Um, I never worked with any of these guys, no. Mm-hmm. But I know Mitchell's... You know, Disney star, and now he's you know growing up. And Brooke is a young ingenue, and but they're all really great. They're all cool. I had a yeah. good time with them. Yeah. So now you were there for a couple of days for the for your part. Uh, do you know how long the shoot was for the whole movie? I think the shoot was about three weeks, um, and it was uh, we shot that up in. Uh, oh, we shot it up in uh, I don't know past Malibu, some beach up there. Mm-hmm. But it was um, it was it was it was actually really cold. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really cold. It was really hot, and I'm like, oh man, how are we gonna do this? And then we would get cold. We would get cold in the morning, hot in the day, and then cold at night. Um, and the water is cold, but you know, the effects are really good. You know, so we just had to react to a lot of stuff. But the whole group was uh, they were really awesome. Yeah, good young group fun times yeah now without giving anything away and i know it's hard to do because we're asking specific questions here but uh now uh, as you mentioned that you were reacting to things so i take it there's a lot of cgi that they've mixed in to uh to make you work with yeah i mean you know you do movie now and it's just nothing there, you know, and they'll say like, oh, we got a monster here, or it'll be a stick with a piece of bright tape on it, or a tennis ball, or <laughs> some dude in a weird blue suit with a couple of balls on them to make them look where they're going to draw the thing. And so you just kind of have to react to it. And sometimes if it's distracting, you just react to it, and then they'll do that second. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you, there's no monster there, but it's right. not hard to do. Acting is just fake anyway, you know. Right, yeah, but it, I would think it would be difficult to, I mean, you know, if you've got a 20-foot monster in front of you <laughs> to, to to react and get the, the proper look and angle as you're looking at this thing. I, I know, I think about that, and I was, you know, that hit me one day when I was doing uh, Tremors. And I actually, during uh, another movie I did, *Sound of the Mask*, I thought, "What's it? What would be my reaction if I saw like a thirty-foot baby?" Because at like one point in the movie, the baby becomes like thirty foot. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I also thought, like, what would I do if I saw this huge graboid here? And I thought my reaction would be whatever I wanted to be because it's out of this world. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> How do you react to something that's not real? So it's like it's kind of like you got a little bit of leeway there. Yeah. Wow. 
Now, this, with the sand, um, it's uh, it, it's coming out in, uh, is it on DVD or is it out in theaters or VOD or? It's coming out on VOD and DVD, Blu-ray. It's all home. Okay. No theatrical. Okay. And that's, uh, but people really love it. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good re- uh, you know uh, reviews on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm excited. Yeah, so uh, now as far as acting, is this something that uh, you wanted to do from when you were a little kid? Nah, I I wanted to. Uh, I never really knew what I wanted to do. I loved watching TV. That was like my thing. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of, you know, as any kid, you kind of go through the motions. Your mom tells you to go to school, you go to school, and you go home. And your mom tells you to do your chores, you do your chores. You kind of, you're just kind of like an indentured little servant. You don't know what what life has. Yeah. And then um, I don't know. And then when I was about 15. People started saying I was funny. And, I started like doing voices, and people were like you do good voices, and it was only by the encouragement of other people that they were like, you know, you should really try to do something in that. And I was like, what? They're like, like radio or cartoons or something, and that's how it started. People just encouraged me to kind of do it, and then I just, after enough times, I started thinking about it and I started reading about it. Hmm. So that's what kind of happened? So I, I read somewhere that you were an extra in Dead Poets Society. Is that true? Yes, you were. Uh, I I was taking. Uh, I decided to take a local uh, acting class in Philadelphia at a community college, and I had a teacher there, and she's like, "There's a movie, Dead Poets Society, and shooting in town, and I'm, and I got like a, I'm gonna be an extra, and and you should come down." And I'm like, well, "What is it?" And she told me, and so she introduced me to the person, and they took me, and I was like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna be like on a movie set," and then. They cut my hair, and and then I saw Robin Williams, and I wow. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. And uh, once that happened, man, I was like, this is what I'm meant to do. The minute I walked on that set, I knew there was nothing else I ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I knew it from my toes to my nose. Wow. And that's when people ask me about acting. You know, or doing comedy or a, a life in Hollywood. It's, there's no, I can't tell anyone how to make it or what they're going to do to make it because there is no what to do. It, it, you'll do it. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. It just consumed me. I was so consumed by it that I had to do it. Wow. And I would do whatever it took. Yeah. Now, you hear about different uh, comedians and things that, that, even after years in the business, they go out on stage or something, and they still get butterflies. Do you? Does that happen mm-hmm. to you? Um, yeah, it happens when I'm doing newer material, or I play a crowd that I know might not connect with me. Or sometimes we just do what they call a hell gig, but you may get a lot of money, but you don't <laughs> want to be there, or you'll do something that just try to go farther and say, I need to do this to get past this fear. Those are times. But if I'm just going out on a normal stage and doing my... Like, if I go to a club, I'm not going to get nervous. If I do, like, a fader and people are there to see me, I'm not going to get nervous. At a college, sometimes I get nervous because, you know, it's hard sometimes to connect with a college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had a really bad 
audience that no matter what you did, I mean, you could have, you know, jumped up and down, backflips, whatever, but it, no matter what you did, they just didn't find it funny? Multiple times. Really? A lot, yeah. what, what do you do when well, they, yeah. <laughs> What do you do? <laughs> well, you, 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 you try harder, you lash out at them, you retreat into a shell. There's many things, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's only through time and practice, unless you naturally like this, that you get used to being comfortable in the uncomfortability. And, you know, one of the things I do is kind of comment on the fact that they're not getting it, and then I comment on them, and then that works. But I've done shows where, like, I'll comment on them not getting it, and that usually works, and it doesn't work. And then someone will heckle me, and then I'll comment on the heckler, and then that usually gets a laugh, and it doesn't. And then they'll side with the heckler. Like, I've had shows where, like, the whole audience just turns. (laughs) And that's just horrific. I've had people walk out of shows. I've had all types. Wow. You ever had to just kind of go through it? It's miserable. I can't tell you. It's terrible. Yeah, I can't imagine. (laughs) Jeez, I can't imagine. You know, with awful. Yeah. But it's part of life. It's our job. It's like. It's like if you're uh, climbing a wall and you're, you know, painting and sometimes you fall from a ladder. It's just, that's part of the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Now, Tremors 5 is out, too. So you've, you're in another movie that's just coming out now, right? It's out. It came out Tuesday on the same platforms, VOD, ah. Redbox and stuff. Okay. So Tremors 5, yeah, man, it's, the reviews also are good. People really like it. And um, it's been a really good... Uh, They've been really good to me, and Universal's really been pushing it, so I'm really happy and excited for them. Yeah, that's good. You got anything else in the pipeline you can tell us about? I have a show I'm doing on NBC called um, Heart Matters, and it comes out in, like, February. We're shooting it now. It's a one-hour medical soapy drama. Oh, really? Kind of like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Huh. And I play, like, kind of a doctor who's a little bit crazy. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Now, I just want to finish up with two final questions, uh, quick ones for you. And uh, as far as when you sit back and relax, what do you watch for TV now and in the past? What are your favorites? And what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Very good question. Um, uh, Well... Like, my girlfriend started telling me I got to stream stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm too busy, you know, doing stuff. And she's like, you got to know what's out there. So I started watching stuff. So I started with Breaking Bad, and I did the whole series. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't stop. And then I started with Sons of Anarchy after that. And now I consumed that. That was awesome. And then um, I, I just finished the first season of Empire, and now I'm watching Narcos. So I try to just pick things that have a season and just try to consume them. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but the TV shows I grew up on are anything from, you know, uh, Mary Tyler Moore to All in the Family to Three's Company. Mm, good shows. Um, those were my... My babies, you know, St. Elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I love that show, Hill Street Blues. Yeah. Um, and then the movies I grew up on, you know, it was like as a kid, there weren't kid movies. I mean, it's so funny. There's so many kid movies now. I don't remember kid movies as I was growing up. There was no kid movies. It was all adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I grew up on, like, 
you know, The Shining. Oh, yeah. Um, I grew up on, you know, Chinatown, a lot of Jack Nicholson stuff. Um, I remember watching Kramer versus Kramer when I was like nine years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember watching The Graduate when I was like 12. I mean, we grew up on like real movies. Yeah. Kids like, in a way, it's like, they it's good and bad. As a kid now, you can escape and watch a, you know, a, a dumb escapism movie, but, you know, so that's good. But it's also bad because you're not getting the culture. Mm-hmm. Star Wars was like the first like kids movie I remember, and I saw that, and then saw Return of the Jedi. But between those, I was watching, you know, like I was watching like you know um, the Goodbye Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, so that was what I was raised on. But I last I saw a great movie last night, Sicaro. Yeah, how is that, that one? Awesome. It is. Oh man, it's so good. And I'm gonna tell you. This should be reported. I was told by my inside sources that that part was originally written for a man, and Emily Blunt did it, and she was awesome. It's wow. a great role for a woman, for anybody really. Yeah. yeah, and it's great that a woman did it. And you know, you know, right now there's a lot of stuff going on in Hollywood with sexism. People right. are talking about that. Mm-hmm. I think if you can find more scripts and just put women in them that were originally intended for men, it's awesome it's a great movie That's great movie yeah well jamie i want to make sure everybody goes out on october 13th and picks up the sand and watches it uh, yeah. for a good horror film that uh, you know the old creature feature type movie go watch the sand you know sit back take something for your glaucoma <laughs> and you'll enjoy it watch it on your home screen and also while you're at it pick up a copy of tremors you won't be disappointed A big thank you going out to Jamie Kennedy for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Busy guy. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Two movies out right now. He's got Heartbreaker coming to NBC. And uh, it's just, uh, you know, just rolling along for him. So uh, we appreciate it that he took the time to chat with us here at On Screen and Beyond. And if you have a suggestion for a guest, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And we'll try to get that person on for you. And... We appreciate all the listeners we have all over the world. Boy, those charts are just going higher and higher. I really like to see that. And I appreciate your emails, people giving me suggestions and everything else. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. And it's fun to see how uh, so many people, Australia, you guys are great. You guys are all listening down there. (laughs) I like like that a lot. But be sure to tell your friends so we get more people listening to On Screen and Beyond. And they can listen to all these great guests that we have. Uh, There's just so many uh, fantastic people who are, are willing to come on here and talk to us, whether it's from an old TV show or an old movie that we used to watch or somebody from a new show that's out now and a new movie that's coming out. So uh, we just uh, thank them so much for taking the time for joining us, and we thank you for listening. So uh, if you want to tell a friend, that'd be a good thing. Well, that's it. Very shortly, Charlotte Ray is going to be joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, Charlotte, of course, was from The Facts of Life and Different Strokes and all all kinds of stuff. And she's got a book coming out. She's going to be joining us here to talk about that very shortly here on On Screen and Beyond. And we've also got a, a little uh, Halloween special coming your way. And if uh, Is it next week? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not even sure when I'm putting it up. I think it's next week or the week after, whatever. But uh, we'll have something there for you for the Halloween season and everything. 
So I uh, hope you're going to keep listening. And we've got great guests coming your way. So that is it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zimrak. Take care. Thank you.